you have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Hi, welcome to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Today is October 15th. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. You know, I kind of took a couple weeks off because it's like, oh my God, what else could happen? What else could happen? It's just one thing after the other in this country. I mean, apparently, so now if you take an interest in your children's schooling, you're a domestic terrorist. Just so you guys know, if you take an interest now in your child's education, you're a domestic terrorist. So here's the thing with this Biden administration. We got them throwing vaccine mandates. We got them weaponizing the DOJ. And all of this is just stuff Biden says. So there's no executive order. There's there's no law. There's nothing functioning for any of this stuff to happen, for these vaccine mandates to even happen. It's just what else can go on? It's like one thing after the other. So let's get into this whole, whole. Uh, if I care about my kid's education, I'm a terrorist. Okay, so these people who are calling you terrorists are the same people who were applauding Black Lives Matters when they were killing people and shooting kids and burning down stores and looting. Right, these are the same people. That was okay. But, but you're a terrorist if, if you give a shit about your kid's education. Now, it's so funny because Attorney General Merrick Garland's son-in-law works for Panorama Education. So the groups, uh, the whole thing is that they uh, present resources for teachers to deal with systematic racism. Um, They include an article of resources that states the Ku Klux Klan and attendees of Trump's rallies are both examples of white supremacy. They offer workshops on social justice. Uh, They offer resources for teachers and school districts in order to pursue critical race theory. So where's the conflict of interest? If this was Trump, Jesus shit, this would be nonstop news. So basically, the education union, the teachers union, is like, hey, we're tired of people questioning us. We should just be able to teach our kids whatever the hell we want. So since we voted for your dumbass, you have to help us out. So how does he help him out? He weaponizes the Department of Justice. For what? For, for speaking up about your kid? I mean, the people on the other side kept a list. In, in Loudoun, Virginia, they kept a list of people and how to take these people out and how to ruin these people because they oppose critical race theory. But you may be a terrorist. But all the while, Merrick Garland's son-in-law is profiting millions for the company that he works for because they're on the other side of this whole issue. So, of course, if we silence people, we can continue to push our agenda. How is that not censorship? How is Biden not a totalitarian? You people thought Trump was so evil because he wrote bad tweets. 
dude, this dude is going to do whatever he has to do to show you that he hates you and that he hates America. I mean, this was a guy who was supposed to, you know, clean up Washington and we're going to get everybody to work together and we're going to be open. We're going to be wide open and transparent. This is the same president who won't do a nighttime address, won't do a nighttime press conference, won't do anything after 2.30 in the afternoon, and won't even take questions now. Starting with the whole Afghanistan, which are all he's not taking a question. He just turns around, turns his back, and walks away on the fake set of the White House. Why on earth does the president need a fake White House? I mean, people, wake up. Oh, this is just so frustrating. You guys just don't see this. He has a fake White House. If Trump was pulling this shit, you people would be like, he's crazy. We got to get him out of there. Dude, it's, he doesn't take a question. Meanwhile, he continues to hire family members. So uh, House Majority Whip, Jim Claiborne. who good old Jim. Uh, his daughter's now a federal chairperson of the Southeast Crescent Regional Commission. So she's, she's been nominated to that. And it continues his string of seven to eight family family ones, family members that have been appointed. Um, you know, but it's just, it's just like he promised everything was going to be better. I mean, Jen Paskey, uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, Senior Advisor Anita Dunn, White House Counselor Steve Rashidi, White House Deputy Chief of Staff Bruce Reed and Presidential Personnel uh, Office Director Kathy Russell each have at least one direct family member working for the Biden administration. Pecky's sister was appointed to a senior advisor role within the Department of Health and Human Services. Wow! So you people, this is what you voted for. You voted for a corrupt guy who's going to hire family members, who's going to make himself rich, whose son continues to be rich. You know, last week in, in L.A., his son, who's never painted a picture in his life, and most of his stuff was ridiculed as kindergarten or less, was sold for $75,000 and up. What did they say? Eight to ten paintings? So basically, Joe Biden's son made a million dollars because he's Joe Biden's son. Not because he's a serious artist. Serious artists can't even get $75,000 for a painting. You know, he's got an approval rating of 38% because people are waking up. People are seeing the BS. Just the, the, oh. You know, and now we got, you know, one more, one more ethics problem. I don't know if you guys have heard this. Probably not, because uh, why would it be on the news? So John Kerry has taken opposition to taking any action against the Chinese Communist Party's use of slave labor. So, so they're taking no action to condemn China for using slave labor. But we find out why now. We find out why he hasn't. I mean, why wouldn't you want to outlaw slave labor? Why does Kerry bow to China? Why does Biden bow to China? So you people are against slave labor, right? Well, unless you're Nike, um, all these places where they get slave labor done. But it turns out that Kerry and his wife have at least $1 million invested in a Chinese investment group. Oh, remember Trump had a secret Chinese bank account. Kerry has invested $1 million 
in a Chinese investment group called Hill House China Value Fund. So this fact alone raises serious questions. I mean, can Kerry even negotiate in good faith? I mean, Hill House is a top shareholder in a Chinese technology company called uh, U2 Technology, which was blacklisted, blacklisted by the Trump administration in 2019 for being complicit in surveillance, detention, and repression of the Uyghurs and others. In, in other words, Kerry uh, is profiting from slave labor. I mean, he's been working against the legislation. Joe Biden is silent on it all. I mean, it should be an easy choice, you know, get rid of him. I mean, get rid of him or support slave labor. So, I mean, because you got Nike, Apple, Amazon, they all benefit from this. So, I mean, if, if we suddenly decide to hold China accountable, what happens to all these billionaires? Oh, my. Oh, God, they might lose money. John Kerry might lose money. Why is it so hard for, for the left or, or, or for, for any type of reporter to, to ask a serious question? I mean, how hard is this? I mean, let's, let, let's go back to, you know, the big Facebook whistleblower. Everyone's just like, oh, my God, finally somebody's coming out. So, so we go back in, in her past. Right. Uh, what's her name here? Frances Hagen, uh, she testified, testified before the Senate Commerce Committee. So it, isn't that something? She comes out on a podcast on Sunday or Saturday. Suddenly she's verified on Twitter. She doesn't have enough followers to be verified. She gets a blue check on Twitter. And suddenly in less than 36 hours, she has a congressional committee. She's appearing before a congressional committee. So we're all like, sweet. Man, finally, somebody's going to hold Facebook, put, put the, you know, put their feet to the fire, so to speak. Turns out she's nothing but a left-wing accident, a activist, accident. Yeah, she's a left-wing accident, most of them are. She's an activist. She's got a long record of activism, contributing to Democrats alike and progressive movements. And then she hired somebody named Bill Burton, and Bill Burton was a former press aide in the Obama administration, and is a board member for the Center for Humane Technology, a group that Holmes claims aims to change content policies that favor corporate media over individual voices or alternative media. So, you know, they're just, what they're doing is they're setting it all up to continue to silence conservative voices. I mean, because think about it, if this person really, if this was a real whistleblower, like there's been real whistleblowers on the right that haven't gotten any press, like, if this has been a real whistleblower, okay, people would be trying to belittle her. People would be trying to find out what's wrong with her, find out what she has in her past, or, you know, anything. Anything to discredit her. But everybody's been silent. I mean, she walks into Congress and gets a hearing. I mean, nobody's questioning her credibility. Nobody's trying to attack her. So we know this is just a ploy. I mean, it's just a ploy. This is all just a bunch of shit. I mean, we've got this crisis at the border that continues to just boil over. And, and apparently the border czar has only been there once. I mean, she missed a meeting in Mexico because she was on vacation in California. A vacation in California again. Talk about Trump being on vacation. 
I mean, Joe Biden works from 11 to 2.30, and he leaves every Friday at 8 a.m. in the morning to go to Delaware. Oh, it's just, people, when are you going to wake up? All they want to do is continue to censor you and me. I mean, look on Facebook. Whenever anybody says anything about the vaccine or about coronavirus, you're, you're fact-checked instantly. You know, there's no credibility to this anymore. It's a joke at this point. And, and we saw what happened this weekend at Southwest Airlines. So Southwest Airlines went to court to get an injunction on the fact that they all have to be vaccinated. And the judge said he wouldn't issue them an injunction. So the next day, there was like 1,700 flights canceled. All right, what does Southwest say? Oh, well, this is because there were uh, uh, air traffic controller problems and weather. Okay, so let's look at all the other airlines. Nope, no other mass cancellations. So we know what this is in reference to. And people are beginning to show tweets from Southwest pilots, you know, that this was an organized effort because they don't feel they should have to get a vaccine for something that's 99.97% survivable. And I agree. You know, I got the first shot, and I'm sorry I did. You know, I got the Pfizer, and I'm sorry I did. I will not go get a booster shot. I will not. There's no need. I only did it because I know they were going to attack people's personal freedoms. That's exactly what they've done. You know, and, and what's hilarious in this whole vaccination thing is they keep screaming, oh, you unvaccinated people, you're so horrible, you're so terrible. The black population is the largest population yet to be vaccinated. I mean, in New York City alone to this day, only 35% of the black population is vaccinated. So all these all these crying heart liberals on the left denouncing all these Republicans, I'm sorry, we're vaccinated. You know, the minority are not vaccinated. The black community has not been vaccinated. Why? I don't know. I thought vaccines are free everywhere. You know, Democratic parties control these cities. I thought everything was being taken care of. That's your largest population. It isn't white me in middle America. I'm not the problem. I've never been the problem. But this just keeps on adding up and up. You know, we got people following senators into public bathrooms, breaking into schools to videotape them. And what does Joe Biden says? Joe Biden says, well, that's part of the process if you don't have Secret Service. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Can you imagine if a Republican female demonstrator broke in on Maxine Waters in the bathroom? Can you imagine the outrage? And this is a Democratic senator, Simina, uh, Simina, uh, Cinema, from uh, from Arizona. You know, her and Manchin, because they're, they're smart. They know this $3.5 trillion, I mean, how does it cost zero? I mean, how are you that stupid that you can actually say, oh, well, this costs zero dollars? Nothing costs zero dollars. You have a president with a $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill telling you there's going to be no cost. But yet, they won't allow the OMB to do a study on the effects on the budget and the actual costs like every other piece of legislation has done. So every other piece of legislation has had that done but this. I mean, how many red flags do we need to see? I mean, Jesus Christ, they, they impeached they impeached Trump on a phone call over nothing. It just It's just embarrassing. You know, these people were against the vaccine because it was for Trump. Now they're telling you to get it. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know how the left has any 
any ground to talk on. I mean, come on. You know, and we go back to this, and we're looking, you know, at justice in this country. You know, we're still saying January 6th. So do you guys know that some of these people are still in jail? Some of these people are being held in a D.C. jail under a federal contract. So, of course, D.C., very Democratic city, Democratic police chief, Democratic jail warden. These people who walked into the Capitol, the doors were open, are being held in their cells 23 hours a day. They can have little or no contact with anyone. Meanwhile, if you loot Target and burn it down and shoot somebody, the vice president will bail you out. The vice president will bail you out. I mean, and finally, there's a group that's been petitioning to get these records on why these people are being held. And, of course, the jail is, is, is not forwarding the information. These people are being mistreated. These people's human rights are being violated. The FBI already said it wasn't an insurrection. You can see from all the videotape that there was no insurrection. And now we find uh, 500 pages of internal documents from the D.C. Metro Police Department concerning the fatal shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Um, reveal that witness accounts stating she was not holding a weapon at the time of her death. Um, how upset the officer was after shooting her. And the previous secret records show that there was no good reason to shoot and kill Ashley Babbitt. So basically, we got the Biden Garland Justice Department and Pelosi uh, covering up the scandalous killing of an American citizen by the U.S. Capitol Police. And we know why. We, we've seen the shooter. Everybody's put him out there. You know, he's a black gentleman who's a Black Lives Matter activist. So uh, that would look horrible. Oh, my God. Just like the most recent school shooting. School shooter's black, and, and he, he's out of jail in like five hours. On like a $20,000 bond. And his family shows him having a party for him at home. And that's okay. Because he wasn't white. Because he was a black kid shooting up school. So that's okay. That's okay. Oh my God, people. You know, it's just getting worse and worse. You know, and the whole... This whole shortage is now. And this whole idea that the port in California won't work on weekends. And won't work 24 hours a day. And we have ships backed up everywhere around this country because they're waiting to be unloaded. And and where's our great transportation secretary, Pete Budig, the, the, the great mayor of South Bend who did such a fabulous job in South Bend. Oh, wait, Pete's been on maternity leave since August. Maternity leave? Did he and his husband birth parents? Oh, wait, no, he's married to another guy. I don't care. And they adopted two kids. And he's been off since August. So we have a major transportation issue with supply. And the guy who's supposed to be in charge of it is playing house at home. Since August. On two adoptive kids. I'm just so frustrated with this administration and, and the lack of accountability. Nobody cares. MSNBC, you're a joke. CNN... You saw what happened. Joe Rogan tore Sanjay Gupta a new one on his podcast the other day. And what did, what did CNN do? Oh, Don Lemon, they had to circle the wagons to bring Sanjay on and, and make sure everybody knew that, that Joe Joe Rogan was wrong for taking a intervicin mexin, uh, you know, the dewormer, although it's been approved for human consumption. 
It's just ridiculous, people. But yet you bend over and you take it and you put on your two masks and you wear your mask in your car and you call me when I don't wear my mask and you report me if I don't show you my vaccination card. And I mean, just look at California. I mean, ever since Newsom survived that recall, what has he done? Okay, every student K through 12 needs to get needs to get vaccinated, period. Every kid K through 12 vaccinated, boom. And if you go talk in front of the school board about it, you're a domestic terrorist. And then he signed the other day that every student has to take a, a uh, class now. Um, it's going to be a requirement for graduation in California, California schools. And it's going to be about uh, race and racism and all your alternative lifestyles. And But you're going to have to take that class to graduate. I mean, he knows he's not going to be reelected, right? I mean, obviously, because of this huge agenda, he's suddenly deciding to throw. You know, it's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to keep going to school boards. It's time for us to get elected to the school board. We can't let these people put kid, kiddie porn in front of our kids. Okay, we have a say. I'm a taxpayer. I have a say in what you teach. You can't indoctrinate. You're there to teach both sides. You're there to open minds, not close them. I mean, how do you think you're doing any good as a teacher if you're closing a mind? If you're not opening up a mind to, to see both sides of an issue, to understand what this side feels and what that side feels, and to put together a pervasive argument for both sides. What kind of teacher are you? You're not a teacher. You're just a robot repeating a bunch of BS. Kids need to be challenged. Kids don't need to be challenged to, to write a verse from the Kwanzaa or to, or to chant in a, 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 some kind of LB Kiju 2 alphabet people song. That's not what they need. They need to have their minds stimulated. They need to have their minds engaged, not brainwashed. It's time to stand up at grassroots level, people. It's time to stand up at the grassroots level. It's the only way it's going to change. We got to get elected to school boards. We got elected to city councils. We need to get elected to all these small things. That's why George Soros has been funding all these for so long because that's where the power in this country is. Wake up, America, before it's too late. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.